When you speak about relationships and love, you can't bring up that conversation without mentioning the author, Kennedy Ryan. From the book, Before I Let Go, to Real, even to the book, Flow. If you are a true romantic, you need to read all of her books. However, in this episode, we are going to discuss The Kingmaker, from a forbidden love to the marginalization of indigenous women. This book truly covers it all. Tune in as we discuss what we loved about this book. If you haven't followed us on social media, we can be found at Lit Happens LOL. Enjoy. Hey everybody, I am Shay. I'm Toya. I'm Allison. Oh, hi, I'm Tanya. And this is Shalita. And uh, today we are going to discuss The Kingmaker. Did anybody want to share any thoughts on The Kingmaker before we dive into the questions? Um, I guess what I'll just say about it is, it is a series, I like the entire series. And I think that, I just wanna make the point how social media just makes everything so relevant now. Like, I even laughed at the TikTok that you sent us yesterday, Allison. That thing just blew my mind, I laughed so hard. Because The Kingmaker series is a re-release for her. Right. You know, she um, had already written these books and then TikTok, you know, went the re-release and people, you know, on the hype of Before I Let Go, just thrust these out there. And for me, um, I had already read these and so it was backwards, but I like the attention that she's getting. I like the awareness that is spreading to the um, causes that she wrote about in these series. You know, the missing and murdered women was a big thing and an eye opener for me because I can admit that I wasn't hip that it was so bad like that. You know, I kind of knew of it. So that's kind of what I took away from, you know, the series. I think for me, I like the fact that, again, the topics that she covered were very in-depth topics without being preachy. Like I said, I just felt like she covered, you know, the sexual assault at work, you know, a little bit like with the crazy guy. And then she, you know, covered some other things with like the mur murdered, missing indigenous women. She covered things like losing a parent at a young age. Like it was just so much to me, like extended family and how that plays a role. Like she covered a lot of deep topics, but you never felt like you were being preached that like climate change was even a thrown in there a little yes. bit like it was just I don't know I just think that's what I enjoyed about her books overall is that you felt like you were being made aware of things but you weren't being preached at about the thing and you could draw your own conclusion she almost like set the scenario and then it's like whatever you took away from it who is Lennox Moon Hunter and you can describe her using one word wow can we really describe her in one <laughs> word ambitious fierce determined. I say multifaceted because I just felt like, you know, she just wore so many hats, you know, just the way she was moving through life, you know, just willing on to take a new task, willing to take on a new challenge kind of person. And I like that about her. I'll say um, relentless, but then I'll also say closed off because it should not have taken you that long to get with your, the love of your life. And just the fact that she was closed and the reasons behind why she was closed. It's understandable, but that's a long time. Just that cat and mouse game. And I'm glad you said that. Going back to what Allison said earlier about the author, about Kennedy actually put 
putting in topics that was touched on. The one thing I do like about that situation, even though it took her too long, Lennox knew that about herself, though, mm -hmm. before she even saw a therapist. Mm -hmm. And Nina, her aunt knew, her godmother knew, too, that you're like this because of what happened with your mother. Yeah. And you need to go see somebody. You know, right. so, and, 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 and that, and she kept saying it. Like, I don't want to give him another chance to hurt me. I don't want anybody to hurt me. I don't want to hurt as much as I hurt when my mom passed away or disappeared. Right. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to feel that way again. And so she knew that. And she knew she needed to see a therapist behind it also. And that's just one of those things that, you know, kind of taboo. People don't want to see. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anybody to think I'm crazy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. You know, I ain't going to no therapist, especially in the black culture. So I'm so glad that she touched on that because, yeah, Shalita, you're right. It took her too long, but... She knew. She knew she had that shit within her. Yeah. So. And see, I thought, and reading the book and then, you know, just life in, I was like, okay, were her parents together? Did they separate before her mom got lost? And that affect, because her dad really wanted to be with her, and her mom was like, no, nah, I don't know if that was passed down to her. She internalized that, which made her want to stay away from Maxim as well. So I was looking at it that way. I couldn't remember. Yeah, but her, they were not together. Yeah. I don't even think they were ever married. Yeah. But they co-parent very well. Yeah, they did. And remember, remember at the start of the book, when we see mom, there's like an argument, but not an, an argument about where she should go to school. Right. Remember, dad wants her to come with him. Mom says she should stay on the reservation, mm -hmm. things like that. But the one thing I do know, and again, the author lets us see that she knew her dad adored her mom yeah and she said it pretty much killed him as much as her when right. she disappeared mm -hmm. he loved her still but to Sh Shalita's point that's learned behavior mm -hmm. so she was okay loving him across the street mm -hmm. all that time because she saw that dynamic with her parents yes like somebody can love you y'all don't have to be in a relationship yeah. like this idea that you're not equally love because you're not that person's technical wife, girlfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. That that doesn't matter. Like yes. she saw that transcendence of love beyond those labels. Yes. So to her, her having those feelings about him, mm -hmm. she was almost like the dad in that situation, mm -hmm. right? Like I like him, but it ain't kind of right. So I'ma still love him, but I'ma love him from a distance. So to your point, Shalita, that is kind of like unconscious learned behavior mm -hmm. because she, all that ended at 13, her mom was gone. Mm -hmm. So she didn't really see it too long but the idea to me like you said I think it like she said prepared her mentally mm -hmm. to have existed for 10 years and have that gap most people may have not had that gap not having what she went through growing up I also think that the way Lennox was she kind of got it from her mom because I think maybe her mom and dad weren't together because of Lennox's mom because she was so um, just out there just for the cause and yeah. you know she did, She probably she didn't want to leave the reservation and yeah. it's like okay well life is out here <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. not trying to discount her. I mean, he was, he backed her, he supported her, but I think because she was always going off and going away and doing this and doing that, I think that's probably why they were Right. Yeah. That's a great point, you know, Sonya, that you make. And that just feeds into Dad's treatment of Lennox from here on out. Because when you think about it, we see when Lennox goes to Amsterdam, you know, he's so nervous and don't want her to go anywhere. And he probably felt like that about the mom, same thing. Like, you keep going out here 
for the cause, which yay, 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 but it's dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. Yes. There's danger there. And now, Lennox, look what happened to mom. We don't want those same things. And, to and as a parent, you. you can't say that. Yes. He got, you know what I mean? Like, you yes. can't keep putting her in a fear bubble. Yes. So it's like he feels that, mm-hmm. right? And his actions show it a little bit with all the checking on her, but to be like, you can't go, you can't do. I don't think he, he knew that wasn't going to match with her spirit. Right. So I'm going to have to let her be who she is mm-hmm. and just die in a parent's slow death of worrying about your kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Lennox wasn't going to let it go. I mean, she yeah. took up um, where her mama left off and just went full force. And, that, and he saw her, mind you, four years after her mother left. You, when he saw her speaking on the mile, or yeah, that little mile, she then. was only 17. Mm-hmm. So imagine the rawness of that for her still. Yeah. Which is why it was so passionate to me when she was speaking. Because that's only four years and never having closure. Mm-hmm. I think even if her mom had just been announced formally passed, mm-hmm. that would have still steered her a little differently. But that constant not knowing. And I think in four years, you still have hope. I yeah. think at four years, yeah. you still had a little hope. Like, oh, yeah. your hope oh, yeah. wouldn't yeah. have been dissuaded at that point. Yeah. Right, right, right. yeah, and actually he says, you know, throughout that we see, I heard you that day. Yeah. I heard you before I saw so, you. Yeah. You know, and that, you know, she asked that, can you hear me? Do you see me? Yeah. And he said, yeah, I heard you before exactly. I even saw you. Right. So then let's play off of that and do the question where it says, this book has so many things that we will focus on at the end of the series. However, we can clearly see the missing and murdered indigenous women is clearly a topic. Were you shocked to learn the status on missing and murdered indigenous women? According to the National Crime Information Center in 2016, there was 5,712 reports of missing American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls through the U.S. Department of Justice Federal Missing Persons Database. But the National Information Clearinghouse and Resource Center for Missing Unidentified and Unclaimed Person Cases across the United States called the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, NAM US, only logged 116 of those cases. Wow. That's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's sad. That's mind blowing. That's oh, it is mind blowing. And to piggyback off of that, I did watch the documentary. Help me out, Murder in Big Horn. Yeah. Did I say it right? And like I couldn't even get through five minutes. And I I'm I'm folding clothes. Get in five minutes. And I just had to stop and just let what they were sinking just sink in. Like wait, who? All these kids. All these girls, teenage, Native American teenage girls just missing. And the fact that the parents and the family and the community are up in arms and people are, you know, texting and putting up this, this, this. And the police did absolutely Well, they're nothing. not because they're on this reservation. So what? With the reservation, from what I understand, I may be wrong, they're not technically a part of the United States. They don't have a jurisdiction. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and, it's, and it depends on who is the like, and they ask that in that documentary, because I watched that as well. They, they'll say, like, who's the victim? Right. And then who is the suspect? And that plays a part as to who's dispatched to handle the case. And that's the thing. They talked about that in the book, how the reservation working has its own law enforcement, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
against whatever the state or city but jurisdition you know is not near what's needed. Correct. Yeah, and that's same. what they were saying. Yeah, that red like tape counties, of that. So mm-hmm. to speak. But yeah. still, with, with counties, you still have like more that's going to... Mm-hmm. Like the sheriff or the whatever. Yeah, you can call the state trooper. You can call neighboring suburbs. Right. They don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes you wonder like that these people that's taking these young girls, do they know that? Yeah. Yeah. But it put me in mind of the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, right? Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer got away with it because he knew that community was mistreated and marginalized. Mm-hmm. He purposely picked the inner city. He knew picking those boys um, were not gonna garner the attention. And that's why he preyed on the black community because he knew that was a pool of people that were most likely not gonna get the Nobody's attention. Gonna the police now, like, ain't gonna do it. And even when it became more and more, even the woman kept saying, something going on next door. Hello, Jesus. <laughs> and he boiling heads and the people smelling it and nothing. I'm just saying, how obvious can the you smell. be? The how obvious? Even in Cleveland. Even in Cleveland, let's talk about Anthony You know, you know, you Sam Green. The, the smokehouse and throw all that stuff. Yes, the they didn't they they rebuild the shelter shop. shop. They didn't the got fines. Anthony Sowell motherfucking ass. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. So I'm they, just saying. So it is. And everything. They, they get the smell. Where is this coming from? And it's right in the house. And it's just so crazy because it's right across the street from my cousin. Yeah. yeah around the corner from my mother-in-law. We watch so many right. TV shows and documentaries, and well, even we love fiction. You know, even reading the series, which is a fictional series. However, we know she did her research and and, and these things to write the story. And then we went and watched these documentaries. And I think the crazy part about it was like you're saying they know their easy prey. Like, I always wanted to throw something at the TV. The way when you watch... Lennox and her mom are fictional characters. Right. I'm talking about these the real people. This, this Tonya Marcus, this yes. Janine, this Allison, this Tonya. And they like, her body was just right there. The right. daddy That's like, right. wait a minute, why ain't no animals right. ate her or nothing? Yeah. Her body was just right That's there. Right. Yeah. And these people just like, oh, she died of hypothermia. <laughs> no, for real. For real. Like, like, for real. Right there. Right. Like, oh, she, how she been there all this time? Ain't nobody. It, it would be like me, right. walk, me getting in my car every day toy and you laying on the ground. Uh, and, and, and then a never. month later, you just show up right there, and I say, "Oh, she been there. She died of hypothermia." No, no way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how close these. And that's why I said it's so crazy. But what I did like, I know we're gonna discuss Rebel King too, but we like that we do see a lost past for Lennox's mother in her name. Yeah. Because that's what happened in real life too. Right. You know, they they right. have laws and stuff about the, the missing and murdered women now because it's such a real thing. And that's why I said, I know all of us are feminists. We're all black girls, but we support women and we love people of color. But I'm saying now like, it's out of control there. It's yeah. still yeah. a bad yeah. thing. Cause if anybody in this room go missing today, somebody is going to look for us. There's gonna, we might not make good morning America. Like I said before, however, there's gonna be a search party there's gonna be the net the local news those things are people are going to say oh hey she wouldn't just disappear mm-hmm. those things these people they just letting these babies just oh okay yeah. she was at a party a house party where she shouldn't have been right yeah that's what there's nothing to do with and you still should have been looking you still right. you still should have been looking but it just grown up for me if i went to a party with a friend i'm leaving the party with a friend now yeah. what you do after that's on you right. 
But we we came together we and we were leaving together. together. And a lot of the times it would be in, in multiple of those cases, the friend would be like, Oh, where they went somewhere else, mm-hmm. or oh, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and now this person is missing. And I almost felt like the friends knew what what time it was too. It's like we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Don't go down that street because they kidnapping hoes. You go yeah. down there. Don't go. That's how, kind of how you got that feeling. Like yeah. these friends be knowing what go down at these parties. Yeah. Right. And if you get oh, drunk, yeah. you might not make it no. home. But that's yeah. sad though. Me being promiscuous or hanging out at a teenage party and underage drinking don't mean I should disappear. Right. That I don't agree with. Okay. Because you make mistakes when you're young and you do these things. Because what's so crazy about it? One of them I had to stop too because one of the girls called her mama was ready to go. The mama on her way to pick her up. She talked to her mama and said, I'm ready. Mm. And the mama come to get her and her baby ain't there. Mm. And she, I just, I just talked to my just child. Right. Just the right. best. Right. I just talked to my child. I came here to pick her up. And this baby, gone. And like you said, and that's the thing, because you know, I watch my murder shows, but last night BTK was was on and it was a whole series about his psyche and that disconnect. And like you said, he him stalking people, you know, looking out and then, you know, if you ain't available, she leave, he got a list of five other people he already on the prowl mm-hmm. for. Yeah. I mean, so to your point, when it's targeted, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you have, and like you said, whether it's just the average severe killer or a prostitution ring, a lot of sex trafficking, all of that stuff it's like women are unsafe in this world like our safety to me there's such a difference when i was growing up i remember reading about like not having the right to vote and not being able to have an abortion and all of that and and you i used to feel like whoo glad i ain't in them days but now i feel like we are back there like the fear of being a woman is greater now to me tell them what you said about that tweet they said, if you oh yeah, because the, the, when the tweet, when the, the question was posed, what would we like? What would women do without men? Like, what what would happen if all the men disappear? Like, what would women do? So of course, under the tweet, people was making like jokey stuff, like you know, oh I would sleep all day, or you know I wouldn't have to pick up behind the kid, or I would have a like food in my refrigerator, you know, no husband or sons to eat it up. But the one lady said. I would go jogging at 3 a.m. She was like, like I would go to the bar and get shit face drunk and call an Uber to go home or ask one of my girlfriends. Like all the stuff she mentioned was stuff that as women, we constantly reducing ourselves to be safe in this world. Like I would never, none of us at this table are gonna get up in the morning and go jogging at 3 a.m. unless we got a gun, a dog, or somebody going with us. Because there's no way as a woman you will fit. She was like, I would sleep with all my doors and windows like literally the stuff she was listing was common everyday things that we would never do because she was like and not be assaulted and not have the fear of being assaulted when I walk out my door that was so sobering because mind you I'm reading 25 responses prior to that (laughs) and it's all a little cutesy jokey stuff and I'm like ha 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 I get to hers and I'm like dang like like literally the stuff she mentioned as women, we don't think about. So to your point, Shay, you're always already bending yourself to not be blamed in case something happened to mm-hmm. you because you know they're going to bring up what you had on, how many mm-hmm. drinks you had, yeah. what's your prior sexual history. All of this shit got to come into play because somebody hurt you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you already bending yourself in a pretzel. So when this story came up, and like you say, Shalita, you start digging back to those statistics, you're just marginalized. You are made 
to be reduced in life. And then you reduce further when something happens to you and nobody gives a shit. Nobody looks for you. And I think it's crazy. Just to add even more to those stats, I know we have put more on here. It, it actually, and these are still, I mean, you can, if you put in indigenous Native American women, the stats come up before anything, which is even more eye opening. But it actually says that four and five. American Indian women have experienced violence and more than one in two have experienced sexual violence. Mm. That means that's like natural. It's like it's expected almost to happen. It's one, two, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. That means four (laughs) out of the five have experienced violence. One, two, one of the two have been sexually assaulted on these reservations and stuff. And nothing is done. Nothing is done. So just people, they can just have their way. Yes. You can just have to work. And it puts me back in the mind. You guys, you know, I love history. So I'm always watching older history things. That's how it was. You were afraid as a woman. You look at like back in the 1800s, 1700s. When you go back, you know, looking at these mm-hmm. types of things. Slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Slavery. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying even as a, okay, we know slaves, obviously. That's the given. But let's just say regular white woman of the day. Yeah. You had to have a brother or a father. You were married. You had no say, Jesus. Jesus Christ, who you spent the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. They just used you as currency. Christ in biblical times. Yes. Yeah. If your husband passed, you had sons, they had. What did Jesus do before he was dying on the cross? Gave his mom. Yeah. 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 John, like, here's your mother. Yeah. yeah. Because here's your son. Here. You have that. Yeah. Yeah. You dead in the water. You dead in the water. Here's your son. Because you're right. going That's to right. be a cost. Yes. You're going, exactly. the idea that when you're not a woman who has a title or kept in a family, mm-hmm. you are. You for the streets. Yeah. You for the streets, baby. Wow. And it's crazy. Like, seriously, And when I read this stuff, again, loving history, I go back. When was there a time we were never in this position? Now, you at 2023. And we back. With the back. bushes. We, we back. <laughs> we back. We, I feel like the handsman's tail is oh, man, around the damn oh, corner. And I read that in high school thinking, woo, <laughs> this shit ain't us. And now, I mean, seriously, it is crazy because yeah. I read 1984 and handsmaids tell the same year. And I swear to God, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like, I feel like my life just zip back to forward and all the backward shit is now in the future. It's crazy. I say kudos to Kennedy for writing something such that you can enjoy the feel-good love story and cheer for the happy ending, but you can also learn along the way. So kudos to her for that. So before we tally out on this, let's talk about their love, Maxim and Lennox. As we talk about women and where we are right now, do you think that plays a role for Linux, and we hit it, touched on it a little bit. Do you think that played a role in her relationship with Maxim? in her putting him off or them having where were they at Amsterdam Mm -hmm. them having the time of their life in Amsterdam but then her political or her professional aspirations not allowing them to connect I'm merging two questions there but not allowing them to connect and truly experience their love for each other I think that like you said Shada the problem was so big and so prevalent to her right we we are novice in it but Mm -hmm. she grew up in it yeah so I think that propelled her like 
nothing is as important as this. Mm -hmm. Even this love. Like, the, the crisis is so big. I have to devote 100% to it. This is not a marginalized crisis. You know, we're not just trying to, you know, grow some tomatoes in the garden. Like, her position was, this is so bad. And it needs a thousand percent of my focus. That I'm going to get on a plane yeah. while he's, he's expecting me to be here when I get back. Yeah. I'm gonna, and I just had sex for the first time ever. <laughs> Mind-blowing sex at that. I, you know, I waited, but I got to go. No. Senator <laughs> Nighthorse is inviting me. <laughs> How many times can we really separate that? Yeah, yeah. Did you really have separated that group? Girl, girl, I, look, waiting on him to get back. Yeah, waiting on him to get back only to leave. Because yeah. guess what? Let's go back to him too because yeah. that was what he was going to leave. Yeah. And he was going to leave. And he said, I love tall. when a dude get caught up. Yes. I love when you think you can swim, but maybe the ocean's too deep. What they say, it ain't fun when the rabbit got exactly. the gun, baby. He's yeah. This is nothing. Yeah. This is gonna have to end after this because I'm about to go to Antarctica. And he was just as passionate. Yes, ain't nothing gonna stop, stop me from going to Antarctica. Yes. But baby, huh. baby, he baby. met his match. He met his, yeah. he exactly. met his match, baby. Because when he got from wherever they went to talk about the trip and she was gone, he you know what? But wait, her friend said she gone. <laughs> from dude she told you bathroom me yeah, that was so knew, funny though. and he kept saying that even though i told her this was nothing it's something i feel it yeah. i've never felt about a woman like this and remember she asked him like what's what, is it always like, like this? this yeah and she asked him right. and then he had to tell her years later, later. no no it's right. not always like right that. Mm -hmm. and so but her her i don't even know if it's ambition i want to say passion her drive for her love for what she believed mm -hmm. in allowed her to walk away her auntie called yeah. and said baby this man he wants want you. you to help you. Yeah. and you know what else it tugged on her heartstrings remember it was about another girl missing yeah that's, that's why what she happened left. Yeah. that's, he, why, they, that's why they wanted her voice at that rally right. about another girl missing. and that's what it was I'm saying she, she said i'm gone yeah yeah the cause it was the yeah. call. It was the call. Now I think Kenny called her and like, oh yeah, we, we think you'll be great. Come, we want to talk to you. Yeah. She probably would. I'll see you on Sunday. She probably, yeah, yeah, I'll see you. I'm leaving in two days right. and I'll see you, I'll when, I'll you, see you when I get back. Right. But they pulled, they knew what to do. Right. They yeah. pulled her trunk card on that. And, and of course, in fairness to them, they didn't know what she was up to. So yeah. it wasn't even that. But isn't that how life happens? Like when you're doing something, your blessing comes yeah. and it makes you the universe laughs. Yeah. It's like, okay, are you going to go left or are you going to go right? Mm -hmm. And that is that is so defining in your life. And it's just like that thing where he's like, okay, trust God. You know, he, we we don't want to follow his will. We, the will is there, but it's like it's going to work out for you because she got the man. She gets the man at the end, but she stayed true to who she, who was. she was and what she believed in and all I, the way to the end. And I will say, Shay, that's one of the things that I liked in this book and I want to recommend it to my girls because I want them to be Lennox yeah. in that fashion. Yeah. I don't want them sacrificing who they are as a whole to be part of a sum. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that part of it. You know, like you said, that giving up 
what's extremely important to you just to be a part of somebody or a part of a relationship. I'm not saying, you know, oh, we got to compromise about keep sleeping with TV on. I'm talking about what she did. She was like, this is my passion. I'm literally had the best time, but I'm going to pursue this. And like people say, you let it go. If it's meant to be, it'll come back. So just having that confidence and feeling like that, like I don't have to hitch my horse to the first man I fell in love with. And even in her situation, she should have been more vulnerable. It was her first time. It was like the true real closest love, relationship, yeah. real love she had had at that moment. That's when you the sucker. Yeah, like you a little wiser when you laid up, child. You a little wiser three, four relationships yeah. down the road. But that first one gets you. So the fact that she could walk away from that first one, that hit hard one, was astounding it, to, to her constitution. And, and to me, that made, that laid the foundation for the book and who she was. Yeah. Even and that's why I said. So I went. And when Rebel King starts, we know already she's with those people or whatever. I told I told you guys the first time I read this book was in November of the year before, which was Native or September. I'm sorry, was Native American one because I was on the plane going to a wedding. But the passage just says so. She says, "My name is Lennox Moon Hunter." And she, Abe starts, Lennox Moon Hunter. She says her voice fierce, her eyes lit for battle. The last warriors to surrender. And I am the girl who chases stars. So she believes, uh, these people got a gun to your head. And you still riding for that cause. Like my tribe were the last people to surrender. Mm-hmm. I'm riding for that. And I'm going to tell you my response to that says this stirs something in me. I don't know if it's my own personal fight with this incurable disease or if it's the melanated girl magic that caused my eyes to prickle with tears, my soul to stir and emergence of strength to surface. Whatever it was is powerful. That's what I responded on the airplane when I because I felt I'm like this girl is Riding for what she believes mm-hmm. in. Here come this fairy tale love story, like you're saying, Tori. That I know I'm crumbling for, cause I'm an hopeless romance. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna front. I'd have been sitting on the step. cliffhanger that Kennedy Ryan left us on. Most of us in our book club went right ahead on and started reading and finished the next book in the series, The Rebel King, just so they can make sure that Lennox and Maxim's love survived. Stay tuned for our next episode where we discuss and break down the next book in the series, The Rebel King. As always, follow us on social media at Lit Happens LOL until the very end.